Hello, welcome to the upswing with Tequila Mockingbird. I'm here with Miss Savannah. And um going to let you know, listening, it's a very professional setup here. <laughs> we have the boom arm and the microphone and the filter. For, no, it's just As a, long as Pippin can hold it steady, we're good. <laughs> exactly, my agent. Pippin <laughs> is my agent. No, I'm just fucking with you. It's my cell phone. I <laughs> Thank God technology has made podcasts not so much bullshit. <laughs> so, Anna, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. Yeah, yes. had some chicken nuggies. Yes, Asher bought us chicken nuggies and fries. Bless that man. Bless that man. And then I took a nap. He was so excited to do this podcast that when I showed up, he was sleeping. Yes, I took a nap. Um, I thought it was a death rattle, but it was just, he was just snoring. It was like, death rattle? <laughs> what the fuck is a death rattle? That's like the noise you make when you die. Like, it's like... <laughs> you know what? That could be a thing that could happen. Oh my gosh. Sleep apnea. <laughs> is it a nap? Or is it the forever Or is it death? Uh... <laughs> Um, Savannah and I connected, um, I don't even know when it was, but... Uh, maybe a year ago. Now. Maybe a year ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, instantly connected with her. Um, I mean, I'm a pretty open person and friendly, but like, there are certain people that I'm just like drawn to, and I seek them out almost to a level of annoyance. <laughs> I'm just like, Savannah, I love you! And uh, <laughs> she's just like, whoa, bitch. Uh, <laughs> And I think it's because we picked up on the same energies. Absolutely. And, and that's kind of what we're talking about today is energies. Um, so, Savannah, go ahead and talk about your experience with energies and your kind of um, history with those and your thoughts on those. Well, I guess the whole reason why we got onto this topic is because we were talking about, you know, spirit and energy just casually and as one does and I was talking about my belief that um, it's a scientific fact that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And when somebody passes on, something has to go somewhere. And so my kind of belief system is that everybody is made up of all these different energies. Because not one solid energy goes from point A to point B. It kind of disperses. And so, you know, you're kind of just made up of this calico pattern of different energies. And that just kind of what makes you uniquely you that's very that's very accurate and i feel like that's very true and that's very i know it sounds mystic and it sounds like you know hogwash and like a like, conversation you have with a homeless man at like yeah. in the morning <laughs> hey hey <laughs> those are in the basement of romantics okay oh my gosh <laughs> those conversations come in penises <clears throat> oh my they're kind of there's some of them that are pretty hot it's not the calico pattern i was no. going for <laughs> Um, I fully believe that. I fully believe that we are just a constant vessel for spirits to pass through. Absolutely. Um, and that's, you know, that can be seen with different moods, different reinventions, different, um, I'm going to pierce my nose now. Like, where does that all come from? It's from the spirits that pass through us as a vessel. Absolutely. And I think that is like... It's very inspiring, though, because, like, we can be really fucking bored with who we currently have in our body. Like, I'm perpetually an eight-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 
the spirit that's the passing spirit through me right now. Passing through me right now. She just wants to nap at <laughs> she eight wants in the na- evening. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she wants to nap and, and drink vodka and drink vodka <laughs> and watch crime stories. Okay, her true crime stories. But I think that is like even my mom, who is a Christian, like religious, agrees that like there are spirits that just pass through us constantly. And I think it's it's mesmerizing. Absolutely. And I, I love, you know, my whole idea of, you know, us being made up of different, you know, fragments of spirits and stuff is it puts out the idea that, you know, you're not meant to just have, like, one soulmate if no. that's something that you believe in. Like, um, I believe that you can have, you know, platonic soulmates and romantic soulmates and, you know, just people that you were meant to cross paths with. And, you know, just energy, recognizing energy, like how we met. Yes. So romantic. So romantic. <laughs> I hate vagina. Romantic, not romantics. No. Okay. <laughs> to be confused. I haven't been there for a few months. Chris, don't worry about it. <laughs> and, you know, I also, the spirit in me all the time is just a flamboyant gay whore who just wants to suck dick every time. I just have this uh, vision of a flamboyant gay elderly woman now. <laughs> I feel like her name would be like Doris. And she- <laughs> it's Eliza. Oh, it's so rude of me. Stupid. What the fuck, Doris? I feel like, okay, I feel like a Doris would know how to party. Come so on. does Eliza. I'm not saying Eliza. Eliza can- is one, she's always the one. Eliza, whoever you are out there. <laughs> she's the one on the table with her legs spread. <laughs> We don't if, talk about that. Everyone night. has a turn, <laughs> kind of thing. That's me. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. And now I want to talk about a little bit um, your native culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I am fucking mesmerized by different cultures. I, I'm white as hell, yeah. so I have no <laughs> cultures besides Norwegian from the and, mountains of and the mountains of Norwegian. <laughs> uh, I have no culture in me. I mean, I do, but I haven't explored it yet because mm-hmm. it's expensive to explore. Uh, <laughs> Someone, um, a native um, culture, like it just mesmerizes me. I love it. Like, I also find it enchanting. And- oh, it's enchanting. I, I love it. I love all cultures. I mm-hmm. love you know, um, I, everything. Just give it to me. I want to <laughs> learn because I'm so white. <laughs> And basic, give me your cultures. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, going to collect a little, oh, uh, what is that, oasis? No. Um, what's that word? I don't know. Osmosis. Osmosis, yes. <laughs> I'm like a crab right now. Just <clears throat> give me your cultures. <laughs> give me your cultures. No, so, I mean, I'm, you know, even though I am Native American, I'm still learning about my own culture because I, I moved away from my reservation when I was fairly young. And so I was brought up in a predominantly Caucasian town. Moved um, away, um, your family did? or mm-hmm. okay. Yep, me and my family, okay. we, we moved to a predominantly white town. Uh, and so it was very interesting growing up because I had all of these, you know, stories and traditions and stuff passed down to me in a way. And then I moved to this town that didn't acknowledge or really... I'm not going to say they didn't respect it because they didn't know enough about it to respect or disrespect it. So, like, kind of just growing up in that way 
kind of like left an identity crisis as I got older because it was like I was too white to go back to the reservation but not quite white enough to live where I was living and and so you kind of grow up kind of becoming this chameleon of sorts which is weird to me because you know Native American people built this land and for you to feel unwelcome I would I, I I wouldn't say they built this land. No, okay. They, they. I, I guess I can't think of a better word for it, but, you know, we we lived with this land. We didn't, you know, we didn't live on this land. We didn't, you know, control this land. We just lived with this land. And us white twats just came in <laughs> and claimed it as our own. But Kids in the sandbox just kicking shit over. I will fuck <laughs> them up. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very cultured now because I played Oregon Trail on my phone. Did I I already die of dysentery on there? Um, I haven't put you in yet. I thought you did. I did, yeah. It was dysentery and typhoid. Oh, good. shit all over. Good. Good. Someone's shoe. Uh, And they caught dysentery, too. Yeah. (laughs) Good. You're the spreader of dysentery. At least I took somebody down with me. And your gravestone (laughs) is on the journey from wherever it is to Oregon. Bless. Bless. Blessed be. You know, that's slightly racist now that I think about it. Do you have no knowledge of the Trail of Tears? You just brought me on this Oregon Trail without <laughs> no, my I consent. Do. I had knowledge of it. I just it. got a text from you like, hey, I just put you in this game. Best of luck. You died. <laughs> I do have some knowledge of it. Um, I forgot it because, like, so, okay, no, no, like, I Glad it stuck. My parents put me in Bell back in Begley, which is... It was standard for Begley Elementary Learning Link. And we did a lot of different things that, like... <laughs> so, we were in the basement. Like, that was our classroom. And the upstairs people uh, <laughs> learned about traditional and things. the basement children. The basement children. Uh, they learned about the traditional curriculum. Mm-hmm. And then downstairs, we learned about other things that weren't so... You know, they, it, was, it was more in-depth. So mainstream with, curriculum. Yes. And with under with the being a basement child, see, romantics comes together. Oh boy. It comes and together. We're full circle. Full circle. <laughs> and um, we learned a lot more um, about the earth and about culture. And I think that's where my fascination like I don't even know what to say to you right now because I'm just like ah! <laughs> just, I, he's looking at me like I have like just this glowing halo she, around well, me. Well, she does. So you can hear the drums <laughs> in the background. <laughs> no, well, I I didn't say that. The faint smell of fry bread. <laughs> I was thinking of patchouli. Um, patchouli. <gasps> My mom always wears patchouli. I love that. Is it a fragrance? Like a perfume? Yes. Don't you yeah. smoke it? You, what is patchouli? I don't think <laughs> Hang on. Patchouli, I believe, is a spice. But, oh. but like, my mom has, like, a lot of patchouli-based perfumes. And, like, you can have, like, patchouli oil. I think you're thinking of... Pi- is it peyote? Oh, peyote. Peyote, yeah. Peyote. Oh, God. <laughs> Although, I don't know. I guess I've never asked anybody, like, hey, like, you want to go smoke some patchouli? Like, <laughs> my perfume? <laughs> every 50 to 60-year-old woman's like, oh, that's what you want to do tonight? Like, gosh. Let's I party. make dinner first. Yeah. <laughs> party. <laughs> Doris, whoever she is out there, she's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> she's here somewhere. I don't know where yeah. she's at. But I think um, being in that program... That my mom and dad put me in. I think it was more so mom because dad didn't care. Uh, <laughs> bless his heart. Wherever you're at, I love you, dad. Uh, but um, being in that program, I was turned on to so many. As a child, like, you know, Axel's age, you know, well, 
you're older than that, but like, yeah. um, just like, and just, oh my god, there's so much more out there than just the cookie cutter kind of like wet picket fence and the same house the structure. The whitewashed basic yeah, education we all received, so standardized. Much, yeah, there's so much more than that. And as an adult, like, I would love to, you know, dive into that and um, learn even more. Same. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's really cool that your school had that kind of program. Cause you know, when I, you know, I'm originally from Belcourt and we had like our Head Start program and stuff, which is like basically preschool. Um, and I remember when I was going to school there, like we would learn mitchif, which is like a mixture between Ojibwe and French. Um, and we'd learn like mitchif songs and stuff like that. And we'd learn all of the stories that we were read during story time and stuff were always Native American based. And, and it just felt really cool, like knowing that I was a part of that. And then so not having that throughout the rest of my education, kind of like, oh, that's shitty. Like, so no, as an adult, I, you know, constantly, am, if I find, you know, information on the internet or whatever that has like Chippewa or Ojibwe or even Anishiabe, like, I'm, like, super interested because I would love to get closer to that side of my culture and my personal history. Absolutely. And um, I had a co-worker um, who used to work with me. We started doing flashcards of Ojibwe words. And um, I don't remember them now because as you get older, your brain doesn't retain information. Right. Yeah, I couldn't. I could not recite you any midshift oh. songs. Um, <laughs> and... Growing up, you know, and doing the Bell program, we were seen as the freaks because we were in the basement. But coming out of that... Coming out of the basement? Coming out of the basement and the education, like, haha, bitch. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb, yeah. And we tried to learn, relearn Ojibwe, at least for me, because I took Ojibwe in grade school. And, like, I cannot remember much of anything besides Miigwech and Bijou. I, I, Bless you. Oh. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. That's, that's German. Yes, yes, but I mean, that you just, never mind. You sounded like you sneezed. Maybe I did. Don't look at me like that. That's not a... <laughs> Ma'am, this Ma'am. is a Chuck E. Cheese. It's a Chuck E. Cheese. But yeah, that's um, kind of, yeah, I just love everything about culture right like i'm just i'm so thirsty to know what's like what do you well you're just thirsty in general but yes i mean (laughs) speaking of i'm gonna make a drink it's gonna be loud so talk away talk away (laughs) i don't even um talk about your boobs my oh no oh no no, that's not appropriate um (laughs) it's an appropriate podcast i but i (laughs) besides the point um no but uh what was interesting is before we started recording this shit show um <laughs> shit show oh you know what because i don't have a studio that's what she's talking about you have a beautiful kitchen oh thank you <laughs> it is a kitchen living room like kitchenette yes it's it's cute and i have pippin you know scratching my back for me this whole time it's really me. nice <laughs> um but no before we started recording this podcast it was actually kind of a funny moment um kyle here asked me uh if i was two-spirited uh and he didn't quite understand what two-spirited meant and so no i personally am not two-spirited i'm not going to go into it too in depth 
for, you know, fear of sounding uneducated, but, um, my, my whole theory of, you know, being made up of all these different energies and stuff doesn't necessarily mean being two-spirit. Two-spirit is more, um, a description for those that are transgendered or, uh, gender fluid or even non-binary. Um, it's just kind of Native Americans way of explaining, uh, why these people are who they are. And so that was kind of fun to educate Mr. Kilo over here. Oh yeah, no, I um, <laughs> you know, I'm to be honest, admittedly, um, I'm very much in a bubble. Like, the bubble has gotten a lot bigger, but I'm very focused on what I do as Tequila, as a gay, you know, cisgendered man, and I'm obviously I accept anybody for who they are how they identify, but, like, I don't always understand the intricacies that go with those things, and I'm always constantly trying to learn. Right, which is which, which is what makes you different, is because, you know, it's okay to not know things, and it's yeah. okay to, you know, accidentally say something that might not be correct. It's just you're, you're open to being corrected and open to being educated, which is something that is super important and I wish more people were open to that thank you (laughs) (laughs) words are hard sentences are are difficult to finish Uh, (laughs) but that's how we that's how we grow as a human race Mm -hmm. and that's my mom is kind of the same way you know she's a bit more sheltered a bit more old school but she will still talk with somebody openly not to be mean or rude but she will ask you know like what is this process like I don't understand yeah. Tell me what it is. And I think that, that's super adorable. Oh, my mom, my mom is adorable. She'll be, she'll be on an episode coming up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I um, that. She was part of my movie, too, Rogue Queen. and um, Check it out, Rogue Queen. Rogue Queen on YouTube. <laughs> um, and I get a lot of things from her um, because I was also in daycare. Um, Please she, tell me you got your fashion sense from her for your drag. Um, no. No? I could totally see your mom rocking a pink wig. I mean, she could. She just has a lot of allergies to makeup. Oh. So, one of these days. Well, not, I guess, it's more so eyeshadow she gets Mm. reactions to. You just use lipstick for that. Oh, I could try that. (laughs) Mom, makeover's coming. Uh, But I did give give her um, a dress that I got from somebody that just... I just, it uh, wasn't for me. It wasn't for tequila. So I gave it to like my all mom. the clothes you give me? Yeah. Just, well, uh, just not me. Uh. It's just not me. <laughs> well, no, I gave Savannah a pair of jeggings because they just. There are, they are jeans, by the way. Are they like, jeans? Yeah, they've got all their pockets. Oh, they just more I can save for. Yeah, they've got pockets. Oh, you can put tacos in there. Oh, yes. You could put your fry bread you in there. Jo- <laughs> 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 you I don't know, man. Maybe. But I gave my mom this this dress. It was like this weird pattern, but it was pretty. And I'm just like, I can't, it's not really stage worthy. So I was like, Mom, we're to church. And she's <laughs> like, it doesn't have any pants. I'm like, perfect. You're single now. Your husband's dead. Go ahead. <laughs> she's just like, oh, Wait, she, like she wasn't allowed to wear pants? Did you grow up Mormon? No. Oh, okay. Like, I, the dress just, just, it was short. Oh. For her. 
Oh, yeah. she said a shirt and it was a dress. Oh, it was, oh. it's a dress, but it's. Sh- and you were like, get on out there. Go get to on. church and find me a stepdaddy. Find me a stepdaddy with money. <laughs> she's like, oh, Kyle. So he can buy my love. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, Kyle. I'm like, well, oh, Kathy, do it. <laughs> Kathy, I love that. Kathy. Uh, but it looks, it looks amazing on her. I'm just like, get some leggings. Mm. And, um,. Under, for underneath it, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Wear some wedges. It's 2021. We can exactly. do what we want. You, like, everyone's body is beautiful. Like, just... My old V8 love engine over here. V8 love? What the hell is that? My belly. The V8 love engine. I, I kind of want to know more, but I don't. Not V8, like, tomato juice. Oh, okay. Like, like a... Like, from, from. <laughs> yeah, V8. I don't want to say V6, because, like, that's not quite... You know, it's not enough. <laughs> V8. Like, like so engine. cylinders? Yes. Yeah. So cylinders Eight and an cylinders. engine. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying I'm really big, but it's all just an engine for all oh. this love I have to give. Okay. I'm being aggressed. <laughs> I'm being aggressed. Uh, cycling back to when you called your mom adorable, all I could think of is... um. If I called my mom adorable, she would smack me upside the head so quick. Like, my mom's a total badass, but, like, if I called her adorable, she'd be like, excuse me, I made you. Like, <laughs> and Dude, my mom's a total badass. I love her. Is that a cultural thing? She's white. You're, so, you're, <laughs> so you're a mixed... Yes, yes. Okay. I, I am your poster child for mutt. James, thieves, trams, and thieves. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, um, my father was half French, half native. And my mom is this plethora of Eastern European. Norwegian. <laughs> no, I don't believe I'm Norwegian. Wait, really? Okay. What do you really? What, what, what does a Norwegian folk look like? <laughs> Points to self. Points to self. <laughs> Double they can't see what you're doing. Oh my goodness. Oh, shut up. Thank goodness they can't see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is why a podcast is perfect. You have a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that as compliment because in between shows, I'm a fucking potato. So I like having a podcast where I'm not glammed up. Um, yeah, no. <sighs> And you seemed to, I mean, I don't didn't know you before anything, but like you really clinged and accepted the queer community and the queer culture. Absolutely. And is that just upbringing or just how? Um, I mean, not yes and no, because like, I mean, growing up, you know, the, the the small town in Western North Dakota that I grew up in, it wasn't really an accepted thing, but. As I got older into my, like, kind of early teen years and stuff, like, um, my, I guess just in my life, I would come across those in the LGBTQ community and never have I ever met somebody that I didn't immediately like. I mean, maybe further into the friendship, I found out they weren't as great, but, um, I've just, I grew up really bullied and I grew up not really having like you know there you always see like these friendship groups like we've all been friends since second grade and you know it's it's really cool to see and I really love that people have that but I didn't have that and so um that group for me kind of became the LGBTQ community and after I moved out here to Fargo 
um, I consider those in the community like some of my best friends because even though I am straight and, you know, uh, cis, yeah. as you'd say, um, I've never been judged by anybody in drag or in any other communities around the area. Like, it's just... It's just really nice being accepted, and it's kind of like, um, it might sound childish, but I've always followed the golden rule of treating others how you want to be treated, and so, like, being treated well first kind of just lets you know that you're in the right place. Aw, yes, perfect. Um, I know, it's so cute, I'm gonna gag. Disgusting. Disgusting. Feelings. Disgusting. Gross. And I think that is, um you know, this culture that I, you know, am a part of by default because I'm gay. Also a drag queen for the last five years. <laughs> um, we just, as you said, bullying. Like, we've all kind of grown up being bullied. And we just said, fuck it enough. Like, we're going to make our own family. Yes, I agree with that. My favorite way to think about it is it's like being on the land of misfit toys, but y'all just made it a like a resort, like an a hell yeah. resort. Like get your get your floaty, get your vodka, get your speedo on. Get your oh, 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 oh. gosh, oh, I love speedos on men. I don't care what size they are. Get, put on a speedo. And I was talking to Asher about it earlier when you were having your little diesel engine nap. <laughs> it was a siesta on the resort of gay. <laughs> But uh, Asher and I were talking about it because we were watching, we were watching uh, Pose on I don't know what Netflix, uh, really great show. But um, Hulu, we're, Hulu, but yes, okay, uh, great show though. And so we were watching this, and I kind of just I like sighed, and I was like, you know, one thing that I do, and I and I told him in advance, I was like, I am so sorry if this sounds offensive or ignorant on my part, but I'm really envious of drag queens because I would just love to just walk around like super glammed up super extra and asher just looked at me and he's like well why can't you and it sounds like so simple and i like for a moment i was like you know what i i'm going to but i don't want to like dress up like that and then you know offend somebody that you know this is their art form and this is you know such a huge part of their life and they take it so seriously and i don't want to just show up like hey i'm just playing dress up having fun well, you know, art is art. I mean, there's there's no cap on gender or um, it body or anything. So, um, me personally, as a director and a producer of a show, um, as a bio queen, I think that's what they're called now. I'm sure it's changed because I'm 33 years old. I'm sure the term has changed. <laughs> But um, speak to me, Elda. <laughs> Teach me a way, Teach the wise me. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bi- bio queen. Bio queen. That's um, yeah. Your your uh, cis uh, cisgendered uh, cis- cisgendered woman. Yeah, performing drag, kind of like uh, Lady Gaga in um, her career. Not, well, yes, her career. <laughs> her career. Yes. Yeah. But uh, more specifically, um, in that Star movie. Is born. Yes, yes. Star is Born. I thought that was super neat when I yeah. saw that movie. I was like, oh, you can do that? Of course okay. you can do that, yeah. No, um, uh, if you're going to put in the you're work. so classy. I know. You're an inspiration. <laughs> I 
face. Like, just every time you burp, I'm just going to compliment you. You should. <laughs> it's, it's burp, burp. Oh, great glutes. I, I burp. <laughs> I squeeze it through my mouth. Um, <laughs> um, the stage is for everybody. This The spotlight is for everybody. It's mm-hmm. not just drag kings, drag uh, queens. It's, it's everybody. So if you were to perform as a bio queen, I would just ask you to put in the same work that we do. And that's padding. That is cinching. Mm-hmm. It's full makeup, like heavy makeup. A wig. You know, get those tatas duct taped. You you keep talking about my boobs. Well, no, what, what, what you would do. You're like, they're just there. They're just there. And what you would do is you Oh, God, would, I wish you guys could see this. What, <laughs> do it with me. Well, you, and then we you, are now squeezing our tits together. And not to each other. And but, pushing up. And, and, and then what we would do is duct tape underneath. So, oh that those, so they'd be like in my neck? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right, beautiful. I love it. So if you put in the work that the drag queens do, that's no problem with that. That's awesome. I, I mean, might have to consider that. Yeah. If you're coming to a show, just get glammed up. I'm sure you'd be prettier than me, but <laughs> it's like this bitch. I doubt that. I, I love your drag. Thank you. Not everyone does, but, uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, no, I encourage anybody, like, the spotlight is not just for select two people. It's just, it's a spotlight. It's it's not specific to a certain person right. or a certain group. Like, we all exist. We all should coexist. Do we? Not well, but we need to coexist. We do what we can. We do what we can. We're only human. We need to coexist. We need to be nice to people. Um, See, and that's that's exactly what I was saying with, you know, never feeling like I belonged to any group and then finding the LGBTQ community, especially out here in Fargo. Like, I, I absolutely love you guys, and I love all of my friends that are queens, and you guys inspire me all the time. No. Oh, you look like you're going to puke. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just in my mouth. Too much chicken nuggies. <laughs> Those chicken nuggies were delightful. Oh, my God. They're so good. <laughs> and I think, unless anything you want to talk about that you didn't talk about, you can bring it up now or anything that... Oh, goodness. Free Britney. Free Britney, yes. <laughs> Britney. That's so fucked up. I don't actually, you know, I don't actually know that much about it. I just know <sighs> that... She's not being treated well like a human being, and that makes me mad. And I just also, on a side note, I feel like everybody should issue an apology to Chris Crocker yep. for his video, Leave Britney Alone. Yep. I mean, because it was pretty spot on <laughs> from what I've been hearing. Like, from what I know about it, she was in the conservatorship for the last 13 years. And from my understanding, conservatorship is just basically her father was... Controlling her estate. Right, right. Like, her... Um, there's a word for it. Like when you're in charge of somebody's well-being, basically. Conservatorship. Okay. There's, oh, yeah. I know there's, <laughs> there's a different there's, word for it, but I can't think of right now. Entrapment, maybe. Entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> She's been a prisoner. Like, her dad, like, spent spending her money right now. This pop star diva went from a net worth of 200 plus million dollars down to $60 million net worth. Because her fucking father is a piece of shit. I just, I, I, how do you spend that kind of money? I have problems spending. I would love to find out one day. One day. day. Like, I feel guilty spending 20 bucks on a bottle of vodka. 
Right. Do so, I do it? Yes. <laughs> side unrelated note, any sugar daddies out there that... <laughs> hey, me too. I did get that offer today. <laughs> did you? <laughs> that Facebook message. Oh, yeah, you did. That, yes, yeah. like $3,000 a week as allowance just to text this guy. And I was like, smells a little like spam to me. Sounds like old semen. Ew. Oh, please tell me that was a nautical joke. Yes. (laughs) Sure it was. Sure it was. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the upswing. Um, My guest, Savannah, thank you so much for agreeing to be on audio, (laughs) not camera. God, no. Yeah, no, nobody wants to see Uh, this hot mess. Same. (laughs) This hot mess express. Choo-choo. We love you. Um... Savannah, you are a quite a great ally to have, and seeing you at shows or otherwise brightens my day and my life. So I'm I really, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. you too. I'm really glad that we're friends now. I I love your energy, and we're going to play Ouija board now. No, no, we're not. Oh no, 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 we're not. No, I don't. That that might be another like native. Thing. I don't know if that's just like a native thing, but like my mom, I remember um, we got like a DVD in the eighties. Uh, it was like Witchboard. Oh, yeah. it was an eighties movie, but it, we didn't get the DVD in the eighties. That wasn't a thing, but movies from the eighties. It's called Witchboard, and then the little paper pamphlet in it was a little like Ouija board. And me and my brother thought it was the coolest thing. Not as soon as we opened it up, my mom saw that thing, picked it up, literally burned it, and she's like, "I will not have that in my house." So like, we don't, we don't mess with Ouija. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom hates them too. Like she did it when she was, you know, young and stupid. Uh. And it predicted a lot of things that happened in her hometown in Oregon. Predicted? Predicted. Uh, it would spell out, like, you know, a fire or a mishap. And that would happen. <laughs> Murder. 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 And the fire would happen. Oh, my God. So she's like, nope, put it away. Lock it up. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. I don't want to know. Lock it up. <laughs> Lock it up. Okay, sorry to give up on that. Tangent, that's okay. Anyway, but thank you. That's, that's all good. <laughs> the upswing with Savannah and multiple more guests to come. Thank you so much for just being who you are. Absolutely. Have a good night. Bye.